0: Hi, and welcome to Math & Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math & Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math & Musings. Today's date is Friday, October 29th, 2021, and this is broadcast number 22 of our show. Some exciting news. Some of you might have picked this up. Uh, last week, if you uh, well, if you read the blog, that's Mike Jr. Dot com, You would know this already. Story of my life. If 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 you read my blog, you would know this already. <laughs> that's the title of my next album. That uh, you can now search up Math and Musings by hitting that uh, purple button on your phone. If yeah, if you got uh, if you got the right kind of cellular piece. Uh, which has one of those purple podcast buttons. Yeah, you just hit that purple podcast button, and it shows you, like, all these podcasts. Oh, one of them now, finally, is Math Musings. Yeah, it's been, like, months I've been trying to get um, Math Musings on Apple Podcasts. Finally finally got the uh, official approval, or whatever it is, uh, that it appears there as well. Uh, it's on Spotify. You can go to Buzzsprout, the official host of this show. Actually, I'm the official host. They're they're the ones who are doing the uh, internet hosting of the content. I provide the content. So, multiple fora in which you can listen to Math Amusings. I hope you have listened to the first uh, 21 of our uh, shows and uh, will be enthused to hear today's program. Continuing on the subject of baseball, because uh, I like talking about baseball... And it's that time of year again. Now, we have gotten to the point where, again, I, I mention this all the time that I f- film these episodes. I record these episodes sometimes in you know, a few days, sometimes a few weeks before they actually air. For example, last week, I recorded the broadcast before I realized that it would be available on Apple Podcasts, which was exciting for me, so I didn't get to plug that. On the show, this is the first show that I'm actually plugging the fact that this is available on Apple Podcasts. Also, I can now say that, and so this will give you an idea of how close I am recording this to the actual date that it airs. I can tell you who is in the World Series. I don't know who's won the first couple of games. Uh, let's see. There's there's been at least two by the time you're hearing this. Maybe more. Maybe the whole thing's over maybe you're listening to this 30 years from now and you're thinking who won the 2021 world series i can tell you who's in it it's the teams that nobody wanted uh it's atlanta and houston of all the possible matchups that's that's the one that nobody wanted and i think major league baseball has to be especially upset not only do they have two I'm going to call them middle-of-the-country teams. I know Atlanta isn't really middle-of-the-country, but two middle-of-the-country teams, and uh, they had, with none of the cachet of, uh, let's just say, Boston-Los Angeles. That's the series everyone wanted. Everyone wanted to see Boston play L.A. I thought that's how it was going to go down. Uh, alas, um, LCS games didn't exactly turn out as I had planned, and uh, I certainly... Expected to see more of them. Major League Baseball got to be real upset. Zero game sevens. They they went zero for two. Uh, they took the collar on having game sevens because that's money money coming in right. And uh, oh, both series ended in six. So for the business side of this, which I didn't care about at all when I was a kid, you know, the the first decade or more that I followed baseball didn't. It didn't even occur to me that this was a business and these people are, are putting out a product and they are trying to maximize revenue. All these things that make sense to me now, this is the one that nobody wanted. And uh, yeah, if you're baseball, you want to put out as much of your product as possible. And uh, I, I get the feeling that, you know, it's going to be a great series. Maybe it already has been a great series the first couple games, uh, but... As I'm, as I'm recording this now, it's, it's still nothing, nothing. And um, I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching it. Because, because I have no real dog in the fight, I, I, I don't care. I don't care who wins. I just want to see a good series. And uh, the storyline thus far, it's, it's interesting for me, as someone who's followed baseball for more than 30 years, official start, and this is important, official start of my following the game our national pastime, was 1989. 1989 was the first year that I collected baseball cards. Ergo, it was the first year that I followed the sport and paid attention. And it's interesting how these things uh, evolve over the years. For most of my early days following baseball, like let's just say the 1990s. The 90s is, is the year that I paid attention the most. The Braves were great, and uh, the Astros were, were not great. Actually, the, the Houston Astros, through a- almost all of their history, ha- have been kind of terrible. They, they had a few flashes of brilliance. It's only within the last five years that they've been good. And that's the thing that's so amusing to me, that the storyline for this World Series is, well, for Houston Astros, this is their third World Series appearance in the last five years. I mean, cheating aside, this is their third World Series appearance in the last five years, and the Braves have not been to a World Series since 1999. Now, both of those things are factually correct, but as I look back on my years following the game, to me, that like, the Braves are good, and the Astros are bad. That is the, the true balance of power in the sport. The norm is Braves good, Astros bad. I I mean I lived through all this and and I look at it often. I find myself looking at baseball statistics often that the Braves okay, now they were bad in the 80s. Like Dale Murphy, you know, they had the one one good player on on a bad team. Dale Murphy was classic, you know, great player on a terrible team. And the uh, Braves were a joke. Though because of television, uh, they were kind of America's team like America's sweetheart team, if you will, because back when you could only see so many baseball games on TV, this is just so unbelievable to me now that you can uh, that you can now see any game you want at any time, no matter where you live. Uh, you could be like at the North Pole and and tune into baseball games. That the Braves were the only like nationally televised team because they were on TBS, and even if you lived in you know, Tucson, Arizona, you could, you were a Braves fan because that was probably the only team you could watch on a consistent basis. Everybody loved the Braves because they could see the Braves. Just after I started into the game, that's when the Braves got good. They went from being in the last place in the in the uh, National League West, which is, never mind how that happened, because they, they came from Milwaukee, which was a, I'm making the air quotes with my fingers now, Western City, when they moved to Atlanta, all right, I can picture where Georgia is on a map of the United States. I know it's not in the West. This is the kind of thing that, you know, it, the, the ge- geographic mistakes bothered me when I was a kid. Uh, I realize it's, I mean, who cares? It's just you, you can lump the teams into any divisions you want. But yeah, the Braves played in the National League West. This is pre-realignment. And there were only six teams in the division then. They went from worst to first. 1990 to 1991. They were in last place in 1990, and then first place in 1991. And that started an incredible string for them under Bobby Cox that I believe it was every year in the 90s, every year they had the playoffs, that they went to at least the LCS. Uh, wildcard started in ninety five, and they, uh, and uh, realignment as well, that they went to the World Series in 91 92 they lost both of them, but won pennants those years. And then won it all in 95. That was their last one, actually. And then were in the World Series in 96, when they famously lost to the Yankees, and then 99 when they lost to the Yankees again. And that was their last one. The Yankees are often thought of as the team of the 90s. And, I mean, I don't think so. And I'm a Yankees fan. i say the Braves were the team of the 90s. The Braves dominated that whole decade, whereas the Yankees were only good the second half. I mean, they may have started to get good, like 93, into the strike year, 94. But they were only winning championships at the end. Braves amazingly just won that one championship. If, I mean, if they hadn't won that one, they would be definitely at the top of my list of, you know, greatest teams ever to win a championship. The 90s Braves, who continued winning division titles into, I think, 05. They, they went something like 14 division titles in a row and then tailed off a little bit and, now it's easier to make the playoffs now, but they've been winning, uh, you know, playoff spots, you know, often. And in Houston, this this is a recent phenomenon. Like Houston was good in spots, as I've said, and, and you know, memory smooths things out. Like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe they did uh, win uh, a few games and you know, make the playoffs. And, and the Braves and Astros actually played a couple times in the player in the playoffs because. Houston was still a National League team until, I think, 2013. They were um, playing in the National League. I still think of them as a National League team. I think of their pitchers. There, there were two times where they had you know, star pitchers at their top. In, in the 80s, they had Mike Scott and Nolan Ryan. Noel Ryan was, interestingly, they thought he was over the hill. He still had... Uh, Three of his greatest moments on the mound. Following that, it was uh, you know two more no hitters with the Rangers, and famously a fight with Robin Ventura. And then in the in the aughts, when they they went to the World Series in 05, they had you know my boys from New York. They they had Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit, who uh, who were kind of like a package deal. Th- those guys were buddies, um, more than one way, and uh, they associate them with. Um, some, some not-so-nice things, but teammates nonetheless, and yeah, it helped Houston get to a World Series in 2005. And to me, still a National League team, even though it's been almost a decade they've been playing in the AL, you know, it's, it's easy for me to, re, you know, recall, I've talked about this before, it's easy for me to recall things from my childhood, Easier than it has been the last few years because I've spent so much more time studying things from my childhood It's uh, interesting uh, the other plot lines in this um, In this series that uh, I kind of I kind of want Houston to win If for no other reason than the following like I I like I like the idea of the Braves losing And it'll keep intact the one amazing record they have, which is they've played in three different cities, and they've won exactly one World Series title in each city. They won once as the Boston Braves, once as the Milwaukee Braves, and once as the Atlanta Braves. And to me, it it should stay like that forever. There's one in each city. They're not allowed to win another World Series title until they move again. Um, And for Houston, it would legitimize their 2017 title and um you know win one for dusty baker everybody likes dusty and i liked him when he was here when i say here i mean dc and uh, you know various places that that he's been he, he deserves it the guy he's, he's 72 years old he's the second oldest um and he had to go down to the number of days jack mckeon was 72 years and like 300 and something days dusty is like 72 and a half oldest manager to be in a World Series and then McKeon won with the Marlins in 0-3. broke my heart when they beat the Yankees that year. To uh, let Dusty win a World Series to me that would be um, yeah, that'd be worth it uh, to see that. And uh, now that they're in the American League, I don't care about them you know beating up on my team as much. My my new local team. And uh, I guess I guess it would be an upset. I mean, Astros won ninety five games this year, whereas the the Braves won eighty eight in a weak division. That's uh, the one with my hometown team, and where uh, where my son and I live. My son, who's growing up a Nats fan, and uh, the music accompanying me now, the song I wrote for him. And the album, Jazz Impressions of a Boy Named Franklin. I never, I never mention this. this. This is one of mine. This song's called Going Home. It's the end of that uh, album. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this trip down baseball lane. You've been listening to Math and Musings. My name is Mike O'Connell. For more information, or to contact, go to mikeoconnelljr.com